Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and back again, our co-host in The Great People Studio. Welcome back, James. I was just gone for a week, man. Every time I, I miss a week, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've been gone for a month. What does it feel? It feels like a month. By the way, this summer I'll be gone for a month. It felt like a month last week. It was, it was pretty. It was pretty low key around here last week. That's what I you. hear. I hear I wasn't here. I know uh, the produ- our producer uh, Asher, who makes all this happen behind the scenes, wasn't here. Uh, it was. It lonely. was. Uh, it was a. It. it it was a solemn day. Even I, well, I thought I thought it was a great show. I mean, personally, I did too. I, I listened to it. Being being the humble self that I am, oh, of course, I, mean, I, I thought it was a really really good show. So, uh, thank you all for coming back to us again this week. Whether you're listening to us on live radio at ninety seven seven FM in Richmond, Facebook Live at facebook.com slash Great People Show, or on Apple Podcast, hit subscribe when you get there. Thank you for being here and allowing us to be part of your journey to the truest version of you. Now, we we do have a holiday coming up here in a couple days. We do? You know, in, in today's world, we have a holiday every week. If there's a way to commercialize a day, right? then somebody's going to figure out how to monetize it. And, That's true. and we've got a big one coming up. It's, it's kind of a party holiday. We have St. Patrick's Day coming up on a Saturday. That's probably going to keep both the My law gosh. enforcement and the fire EMS system a yep. little busy, I would say. Yeah, probably. I will not be working. Oh, you're, you're not going to be working? I, I will not be working. Yeah, which was uh, unfortunate that you weren't here last week because I talked a lot about you. I don't know if your ears were burning or not. I, 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 I heard afterwards. So so we have this holiday coming up, and I thought this morning actually on the way to the studio, why didn't we do a show on, like, luck? Wouldn't that be a perfect topic for that this week? That would have been good. We could do that another day, though, because that would be a great yeah, I think we should. And um, being it's this festive time of year where we have four leaf clovers and lots of drinks, right? Uh, things of that nature. Um, I've been asking around to see if we could actually get a genuine leprechaun on the show. And uh, I think I may have nailed it. I think I may have actually landed a leprechaun for the show. We'll find out later. Just I, I just weird. don't know if this is really going to pan out. It's probably going to be extremely weird. But But today's topic is actually going to be why good relationships go bad. And... It's a hot topic, I think, because we've all had bad relationships. Here's a truth bomb for everybody. This truth bomb was was dropped on me years ago, so I'm going to drop it on everyone else. All right. The, the common denominator between you and all of your bad relationships is you. Ooh, that kind of stings, doesn't it? So we have to look inward when we answer this question. Hmm. And uh, I, I want to make sure I want to make sure that a lot of the relationships in my life right now are are good to great. So, James, I have a question for you. All right, what do you what what do you believe makes our relationship good between me and you? Ah, that's a good question. I, I think uh, mutual respect. I think that that respect is key to a relationship mm-hmm. like ours. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think having viewpoints uh, that are that are generally aligned with each other. Uh, and goals that are aligned with each other mm-hmm. uh, is is good for our relationship, and our values uh, are are the same. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think all those things go to making us compatible uh, with each Great other. Great point. Great point. What what I think, and I'll, I'll reciprocate the answer. What I think makes our relationship good, and I remember how I introduced you on the very first show that you came on here as a as a 
at the time it was a guest co-host. That's right. You, na- you nailed the interview. Yeah, the audition. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed the interview. You nailed the audition. Was ever since I met you years ago when we were in Rotary together, I've always seen you as um, smarter than me, um, faster than me, quicker than me. Just intellectually, you 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 kind of run circles around me. You see things faster than I, and and I and I I enjoy. I really do enjoy being the dumbest person in the room. I mean, it's 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 a it's a joy for me to have people around me to look up to, and um and you've got this really weird dry sense of humor that I can relate to. <laughs> that it's so consistent. It's 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 just a, it's just absolutely amazing. No, um, thank you. So I'm, I'm getting kind of in the details of what makes, but you know, these are the things that I I find that it's kind of like those puzzle pieces that kind of come together with people. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's two it's two questions. So if you had asked me what why do you like me? Mm. That would be a different mm. answer than, mm. you know, than why does our relationship work? Good. Because if you were to say, you know, well, you know, James, you know, uh, first of all, you have to assume that I do like you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going out on a limb, but, but I, I would say, well, you know, I like you JJ. Cause again, you're, you're very smart. You're accomplished. You're somebody who I respect does come into it too. You have a great sense of humor. I have huge muscles. Huge muscles, <laughs> the beard. I mean, it all kind of <laughs> comes together. <laughs> the beard. Um, but yeah, I did get it trimmed this week by a professional. That usually lasts about forty-eight hours. Yeah, it's getting a little scruffy. <laughs> it's what it's what does the trick. Yeah, and, and um, so um, Asher, I I can't help but ask you this question: what What do you believe makes our relationship strong between me and you? Our relationship strong. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> He's only had five minutes to think about this. Actually, I've had zero minutes because you didn't tell me what the question was. You just told me there would be a question. Okay, fair enough. Um, you know, I I'd have to let me think about that. Um, well, I'll I'll start. Uh, what makes? <laughs> yeah, here I'll I'll give you I'll give you an answer to kind of jump off of here. Okay, uh, I'm a little concerned that he can't come up with an answer, but you know we'll we'll see what is how, your relationship we'll, working. We'll we'll see how this air, airplane lands. Um. So what I feel makes our relationship strong is our compatible belief systems. Uh, actually, I'm I'm answering a different question, aren't I? I just said what makes our relationship strong, right? Not what makes our relationship good. These are different answers. They are. So um, I, I act well. I think I answered the appropriate question: is what makes our relationship strong is our compatible belief systems. What what makes our relationship good to great for me starts with the fact that Asher believed I had a chance in radio. Um, going almost a year now. I mean, think about it. June 1st is creeping up on I know, us. It's crazy. And for, for you, Asher, to allow me on the station <laughs> in front of your listeners <laughs> was a huge compliment and, and, and risk taker. I think that's another thing that makes our relationship good is we, we both know how to take different risks and we kind of do that iron sharpens iron thing. I um, agree with that. plus you're, you're a, you're a pretty funny guy. I, I, I think most people see you initially as an as an introvert, but we're going to get back into that conversation, aren't we? We've had that before. Asher um, is definitely an introvert. De- definitely an introvert, hey, but I love hey. I love witnessing his extra extroversion. Extroversion. I love witnessing. I we it. declare this as ambiversion. Ah, that's episode. a good point. Yeah, that we was did. A whole we, other we, show. Did, we did. We did. Settle it, that. It's been we? canonized. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. So sorry. Can't, so um, can't back so what do you think, Asher? We've only got like a minute before we get our first break, so you can't run the clock out too much. I think that we're both uh, we're both risk takers. I think that we both mm-hmm. have clear visions and are willing to you know do whatever it takes to achieve those visions. That's a good one. And I think that we both have a similar values in um, how we accomplish those visions. 
I like it's both you and James use the same word, common values. Yeah. And when we went to social media and got the answer to the question, why do good relationships go bad? I don't think I saw the word values one time in any of those answers. There's like 50, 50 to 60 responses, and I never saw the word values in any of those answers. I think it's a huge part of a, of a relationship, of any relationship, you, you, or of any good relationship. You have to have values uh, that are aligned with each other. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could be in a friendship, in a business relationship, et cetera, with somebody who's a crook or somebody who's unethical, unmoral, does not have lax integrity, uh, things along those lines. One of the things we need to talk about when we come back from break is the fact that most of the time when we start relationships, we don't know these things. We, 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 we don't really know a person well enough to know what their true values are. And then as this relationship deepens and does become stronger, when, when some of these true values come out, we hang into the relationship and ignore that, that we have conflicting values. So we need to talk about these things. Uh, when we come back, we're going to keep talking about relationships. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Now back to the Great People Show. So the way that we just spent the last couple minutes on the break is identifying um, all the holidays there are today. James, would you like to review? Well, since you brought it up early in the show, I was kind of uh, perusing through. It's important for our listeners right now to know what they they should be celebrating. You should check every day what the national uh, holidays are. So today is, uh, first of all, it's the Ides of March. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was just this Julius Caesar thing. Uh, James, you pointed out that it's been around before that he just happened to get killed on this day. Right. The reason it was sort of a big deal is the Ides of March uh, is the Roman New Year. Oh. Yeah. Man. See, I mentioned earlier how smart you were. So, um, well, today, you know, it's funny you say that because today is also everything you think is wrong Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Everything you think is wrong day and it is dumbstruck day. Yeah, this one blows my mind. Yeah, dumbstruck day. Um, I and don't everything know is just up. supposed to dumbstruck you. Uh, yes. And okay. live in a state of dumbstruck. Hopefully not this show. Yes. And uh, struck t- by dumbness. Tomorrow, though, for all of you that, uh, you know, are looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow is uh, everything you do is right day. Okay. Uh, tomorrow is also freedom of information day. Uh, and incredible kid day is tomorrow. Oh, every day should be incredible kid day. I tell you what. And we're needing to figure out, maybe our audience can help us. Next Thursday is national goof off day. It is. So next, next we, Thursday. we need to figure out what we should do here on the show to celebrate that holiday besides just showing up and being our normal selves. I'm not sure if that yeah. truly counts to celebrate the holiday, but I would like to do something a little different to goof off. Yeah, no, you're right. And, uh, and by the way, Sunday, for anybody who might need help, uh, Sunday is uh, Goddess of Fertility Day. I'll just leave that. Oh, right all right. Well, let's move on. Actually, it's kind of a nice segue into our topic yeah. of relationships. So what makes good relationships go bad? First, what makes a good relationship? When we went to social media with this question, many of the answers indicate to me when we think of good relationships that went bad, they may not have been that good to begin with. There's so many levels of a relationship from acquaintances to lifelong BFFs to everything in between. There's so many things that can make a relationship good to great. What we usually don't think about is what makes a relationship strong rather than great. There is a difference. We mentioned that earlier when I was asking uh, Asher. Usually a good to great relationship is based on external emotion and connection. It's how they make you feel. And that house is built on sand and destined to collapse. The key is how strong it is to survive that fall because we're all imperfect. We're all fallible. 
And if we depend on other people to make us happy, oh boy, are we in for a rude awakening eventually. A strong relationship is based on respect, understanding, knowledge, maturity, yielding, surrender, and based primarily in how you can make yourself feel in relation to that other person. There is, there is truly no codependency on your happiness. So why does all this matter? It wasn't long ago in our society that the only way we could communicate is to write someone, call them on the phone, or physically see someone. It was work. And if you wanted to have connections in this world, you had to work at it. Now, not so much. We think we are building strong relationships because we're digitally connected, but we are really tragically failing at that. And to make matters worse, we see more of people thanks to social media, that causes us to take offense faster, judge quicker, and dispose of people that don't fit our worldview. We are running faster and faster towards an emptier society where our relationships are really the only thing of meeting we have in the world. And these things are fading away in front of our very own eyes. So, so what do we do? I mean, we've talked about social media and how we've, it's kind of corrupted our idea of relationship mm-hmm. for a really long time. And now we're, we're seriously misbehaving around people and it's, it's, it's hurting our abilities to strengthen a relationship. And my point in, in, in what I just said was it becomes the core. Relationships have always been the core fabric of, of humanity, right? You can't live in a vacuum. We depend on other people, both in work and in, in, in personal life. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much of a hermit you want to be. You just can't. No. No, you absolutely can't. And, and how how relationships have evolved. And and it's like you said, with social media and with cell phones, it's interesting. Uh, A a business partner of mine, his brother is studying human communications. And I got into a conversation with him a couple of years ago and he was uh, pursuing his master's at the time. And he said that within the next 15 years, we will have crossed a threshold of human communication where the majority of our communication between each other is non-direct verbal. And he said that will be the first time basically since, well, not basically, since the creation of man, Mm. that the majority of communication between people have not been by voice. And he said what that, the, the dynamic that that changes because, I mean, we, we all know how things can get misinterpreted in email or a text (laughs) or whatnot. And you take all emotion now, I guess we have emojis, so maybe that helps. True. But but other than emojis, you I take... Use, I use the steak emoji a lot. That Dude. tends to communicate a lot of things to people, primarily confusion when I use it. Mm. I um, I don't use a lot of emojis. I probably, you should try I, it. Yeah, I probably should. You can technically never have to use a word. That's a good yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but but emotion is being taken out of the equation, and the question is, and he doesn't know the answer to this, how is that going to affect our relationships and how they're developed? I'm going to make one quick comment on emojis because this is really funny. Um, I saw a, a, a meme on Facebook the other day that showed a, mo- a list of emojis and then a picture of hieroglyphics from Egypt, and it says, 5,000 years later, we've come full circle. That's awesome. <laughs> it's true. That's great. Right? I mean, that's just the way, I mean, we're not chiseling it in stone anymore, but yeah, it's true. That's, well, and you know, the latest thing that I've gotten into, and I really do it just to annoy my wife, is uh, the Bitmojis. Do you have a Bitmoji, JJ? Uh, uh, I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm confused. Right, you need to download this a app. Bitmoji. I'm, a Bitmoji. So what it is, it's an app that lets you create a virtual you. Oh, wait a minute, Asher. Is this what you do? This virtual you thing that you send me whenever we're texting? It's like a cartoon version of you. 
Is that a Bitmoji? It, it might be. I, so, I, I you know, you can it. you can send endless stuff, and it's a That's little, Asher. Asher. Yeah, it's a little version of you. Asher has been, Asher's on the edge. He's been doing this for a while. So I, I, I know, and I've actually downscaled from a suit to uh, my my beach uniform, which is shorts. So yeah, I know. So, someone, so I, I got to dress up a little bit a little bit more on my bitmoji. <laughs> so yeah, so the bit the bitmoji you make you make a cartoon you and uh, and and you can basically communicate through it. But not to get too far off track. It the point is that as we as we and the upcoming generation moves away from direct uh person to person verbal communications, mm-hmm. uh it is going to have an impact on how our relationships are created. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. Um I took all the answers from social media that we had on this question and I categorized them the number one over and over and over and over reason that good relationships go bad is communication. Mm-hmm. And I have such a problem with the word because being in the communication industry essentially for 20 years, it's such it's such a generic word that yep. most people use it to, to label most problems. Yep. Well, why did this happen? Lack of communication. Well, uh, why did this fall apart? Lack of communication. But rarely do people think even deeper into it on, well, so what exactly happened? But more importantly, what can we do different? And you may have heard the saying, God gave you two ears and one mouth. You should be listening twice as much as you're talking. And really that's what it boils down to. Most people forget that listening is communication. It is. And um, unfortunately we know that person that talks a lot and says very little and it's perceived as speaking. And according to the, that research, we won't even be talking as much or hardly ever in 15. I mean, what point, at what point does it get to uh, a chip in our head where it just reads our thoughts and we don't even have to speak anymore? Well, exactly. It's craziness, mean, but it's going to happen or probably. Well, your kids and my kids are, we haven't seen this with our, with our own children yet because they're too young. But I mean, I have friends with kids that are in high school that say, you know, my, my two sons communicate via text message when they're sitting six part yeah. away, six feet away from each other. Yep. Yeah. So, a, lost is, a lot is lost in translate. There's been some research study out there. Uh, people complain to me a lot that email eats their life up at work. And there's lots of research out there of people that stop using email, stop using text. They basically eliminated all written form of communication. And anything that they did in their, in their professional life, they actually called up people and talked to them. And they were able to reduce the amount of time spent on communication by like 50%. I don't doubt that at all. I truly believe that emails and all this other ways to communicate. I've got uh, another friend that snaps me a lot, Snapchat. I don't even know how to use Snapchat. I I love Snapchat. I I don't even use the photo. I just chat. I just reply in a chat. I don't even want to reply. I don't know. But my point is... None of that is more efficient. And that's that becomes such a root of destruction in the relationships, especially if these are your closest relationships. We're talking today about why good relationships go bad. And, and I bet the relationship never became good or even great because you never really talked to, the, to that person. There, there was probably a lot of established communication up front yep. that, that built a, a, a solid relationship. And not necessarily saying that just because you stop communicating, it's going to go bad. Uh, in fact, I'd say some of my strongest relationships are folks I still haven't talked to in years, but I could pick it back up right away. And and it's because I, I didn't fill it with fake communication. I didn't fill it in with these random texts and, and everything. There's still a there's still a human-to-human connection there. And, uh, you know, I, I know a big part of this is miscommunication. You know, we're talking about how we communicate and lack of communication. A big part of it is miscommunication. How many times have you said something to somebody 
and they misinterpret it and it ended the relationship. There wasn't even a chance to salvage it at that point. There's no, there, that relationship wasn't good to begin with. I took the words out of my mouth. Was that, and, and I want to talk about that more in the show later. What defines a good relationship and, and are, is your relationship any given one really a good one? Or did you mm-hmm. just think it was good? Um, Fair I think, I think we, I think we get it wrong in a, in a, assessing whether a relationship is really good to begin with. Yeah. I think that could be the biggest problem. I think, I think so. And you're absolutely right about a good relationship being one that you can pick up years down. Even uh, you and I, uh, business took up us in different directions for about three years mm-hmm. until we reconnected, uh, you know, just this past we summer. We didn't talk forever. No. I mean, we talked through social media some, laughing at each other's posts. Yeah. But again, emojis, right back. Emojis. emojis. We stayed connected via emoji, via hydro, hydroglyphic, hieroglyphics, right? That's right. Uh, so today we're talking about why good relationships go bad. And we just brought up the point, maybe that relationship wasn't as good as you thought it was to begin with. And where we want to flip this conversation as we go is how to to create strong relationships rather than just think that we're labeling relationships as either good or great. Because um, it it takes years to build something and seconds to destroy it. So we have to make sure that we're getting it right. Yep. Come on back, folks. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show. We'll be right back. Now back to The Great People Show. So we're on The Great People Show today talking about why good relationships go bad. James, you mentioned before we went to break that sometimes the relationship just wasn't good to begin with. Amen. How often does that happen to you? It's happened. It's happened a number of times in business. I mean, people. I, I mean, and it's happened to people in love too. Mm-hmm. Uh, never to me, thank God. Oh, but, yeah. but you oh. know, where where fifty percent of the time we yeah. have a divorce rate. Well, but you can have a divorce after have having had a good relationship. I'm not saying that if you get a divorce, that True. means your your marriage was never really True. good. But we all have people that use us uh, for various reasons um, or manipulate us, who do so under the context of, of a good relationship and make you believe that, that you have a good relationship. Um, but it's not real. Yeah. Happens all the time. It happens all the time. Um, we mentioned earlier in the show that, uh, we're pretty close to St. Patty's day. Today's the odds of March. Right. And, uh, I was, I was really hoping to get an actual leprechaun on, cause sometimes good relationships when they go bad and we're talking about how maybe they weren't good to begin with, right. there's a lot of things that are make believe and imaginary that we create in a relationship. These they're called expectations, right? We think, right. we think things should be a certain way and we come to find out they were all a figment of our imagination. And I thought, well, we're kind of celebrating a holiday around this mysterious, uh, mystical figure called a leprechaun. Right. But I actually found one. No, you didn't. I swear. It's this is JJ. Lucky the Leprechaun is yeah. is on the Great People Show. Lucky, are you there? First top of the morning, Jenny, Jenny. Oh, is this? You're too, uh, you're too, Jimmy. Is this Lucky? This is Lucky the Leprechaun. Top of the morning to you. Oh, I, I, I'm shocked that you could take time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. I mean, this is like I the one time know. a year where you just are like, do you even get sleep during this time of year, Lucky? <laughs> Yeah, not very much sleep there, young man, but I guess to tell you one thing, you, you must be feeling lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I certainly am. Boy, you uh, you went through half the box of the charms this morning, didn't you? Oh, uh, yes, and there was a rainbow. I'm climbing on a rainbow, hoping to find a pot of gold. So what is what is in the pot of gold, Lucky? Well, there's a lot of luck in there, and there's a lot of love. You know, you're, you're talking about the relationships. Yep. Do you mind if I give me an opinion on it? Go, go for it, Lucky. Let it rip. 
Well, you know, I've been married a couple of times. My <laughs> first wife. Oh, when, so- we, when we was dating, she said she loved kissing. And after six months, I said, you marry me? And she said, I'm married you. But then after about a year or so, she not like kissing. So what you have to do, JJ, and that's for you too, James. I know you're the co-host. Is that you got to stick it out and watch for those red flags. And so do you want to have this in a relationship? Because if you don't, you don't keep the relationship. Oh, oh. What, I'm having a morning to you. <laughs> Lucky, what are some of those red flags that we should be looking at in our in our relationships? Well, first of all, if you're dating somebody and they say, you know, I like to drink a little bit, but they drink a lot. And you tell yourself, <laughs> you know what? Once I get married, the drinking will stop. It ain't going to stop. <laughs> now, l- l- Lucky, be, now, being a leprechaun, does that make you an Irishman by default? Well, I can tell you I'm an Irish. In fact, I'm also, I, I'm, I'm a lot. I'm multinational. Oh, that's fantastic. So does that mean you drink a lot? Well, I like to, I'm drinking some eggnog right now. <laughs> i left over from Christmas. Oh, that's, but, uh, that's probably pretty I fermented by now. Yeah, that's why I like it, JJ. <laughs> I'm seeing, I'm seeing triple double. <laughs> so we've got a couple days before St. Patrick's Day. Um, what do you feel like is the, the one key to success in celebrating your holiday with people that you care a lot about? Well, you know, they say that uh, hard work brings a lot of luck. But the one thing about celebrating the... Sorry about that, JJ. I got me, uh, got me eggnog in the system. <laughs> it's okay. But, uh, Take your time. What, what, were we talk- what were we saying? How do you find the love with the people you care about on St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. You got to concentrate on the positive. Learn, learn from your mistakes, and know that something lucky is going to happen to you if you're always trying to improve. Does That's that right. Make sense, young man. That's right. Well, lucky. I think you hit the nail on the head, James. What do you What do you think about lucky? I don't usually take advice from leprechauns <laughs> <laughs> or play with bumblebees. Yeah. yeah. Well, James, James, I got to tell you one thing. I got to ask you a question. Are you feeling lucky? I'm always, I'm always feeling lucky. Well, you better not be feeling me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hey. Lucky, thanks for joining us this morning. I love you, James. Two James on one show. That's, That's right. it. How about that? See you, Leppy. Happy St. Patrick's Day, my young you, son. You do. Stay me alive, too. all right, Lucky? Hmm. Wow. Did that really just happen? I don't know. Does that mean that uh, in a couple of weeks we're going to have the Easter Bunny I, I on the not. show? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh boy, he's wound up, isn't he? He really is. He's wound up. He really is. I don't know if he has a problem in communication or not. I think he might. There might be some issues there. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I think he was also driving a car while talking. To us. I think <laughs> well, was, you know, this time of year, he's probably got to get around a lot. He can't. Sl- he can't slide off. around on rainbows and yeah. blue diamonds and purple hearts too much around. I love our callers. Though. Around always town. Love. We yeah, get the most interesting callers. Oh, always keeping us for a loop the here. Show. Um, another uh, kind of. Getting back to topic, let's let's put it that way. All right. Um, expectations, mm-hmm. another root cause of why good relationships go bad: uh, mismanaged expectations. We talked a little bit about that with with Lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had two marriages. I'm sure there's been some mismanaged expectations there, where we th- we feel like the other person should not just do certain things. That's a big that's a big part of it. Maybe the biggest part of it is that we feel people should be a certain way. Yeah, for us. And we can't, we can't change other people. That was actually another big response to the question. So we have to adjust our expectations and take things for what they are 
instead of trying to make something into the way that we want it. Meet people where they are instead of trying to meet people where we want them to be. Yeah, uh, no, I, I agree. And the biggest expectation in a professional relationship of any sort, uh, it goes back to communication and it goes back to just the basic of of being present, of returning returning phone calls to them. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many relationships I've gotten in the business world from people and, and you ask, you know, why 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 are you interested in working with us? Yeah. And the answer is because you return my phone calls. Yeah. Just basic stuff. I mean, because the, the parts stuff. are I mean, it's amazing. Just showing up mm-hmm. is so much in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It it is it's that's key. A I know that's that's it. incredibly basic, but it's really true. And if if you are if you are listening to the show and you work in in a business where you're all involved in sales or, or even internally, think about the people in your organization. Hopefully you're not this person who has a bad reputation because they don't communicate. They don't respond yeah. to, to phone calls. They don't respond mm-hmm. to emails. Mm-hmm. People like that get the worst reputation. Mm-hmm. People don't want to be in relationships with those types of people. And, and sometimes it's it's lack of communication. What To me, what that boils down to... And some people will say this is just their personality style. This is how they, this is this is who they are. Um, at, at the end of the day, you're more focused on yourself than you are the other person. And um, which was number three answer to our to our Facebook poll was mm-hmm. self interest and selfishness. You know, I'm uh, doing some renovations around my house. I've heard some extensive renovations, which actually may impact our show here in in, in the near future. Um, just to get a contractor, I'm the GC here, right? I'm doing a lot right. of the work, but just to get a, a contractor to either return my call or call me back is, is strenuous. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I want three quotes. I just want three people to call me back. Oh, and it's, I know it's, it, that's very prevalent in the industry. If you oh, talk to anybody in the industry, it's, it's very much like that. And you, you wonder, you wonder why it, it is like that. Um, but Let's bring this back to who we are. How often are we doing that to people where we just don't respond to people? Not, I don't mean like answer their phone call or we're calling. I mean, I'm talking about like respond to their needs. Yep. Understand their needs. Give them what they're looking for. Or to be so honest with people that all you have to say is, I'm sorry, I can't help you right now. Yep. Uh, and, and being really honest and transparent with people, it seems like that's just a lost art. We'd much rather, and I don't know if we're in Virginia and everything's just real nice in Virginia, but man, if you, if you, if you can't get to me, just shoot me a quick note saying, I'm sorry, I can't get to you right now. Oh. I would deeply appreciate just some sort of a level of, of response. And people don't know, because... It's funny. I think they do. It's like, well, I don't want to let them down. Oh, so you'd much rather just not say anything at all. Right. That's not letting them down at all. I right. mean, seriously. And, and I tell you, you could do a whole nother show about, about, uh, about that sort of thing. It's like, if, if, if you can't help somebody and you don't communicate, you know, I would, I would far rather a fast, a, a quick no than a, uh, than a slow yes. Ooh, I like that. Well, we're going to take another break and we come back. We're going to give you hope folks. What do we do to take these strong relationships or good relationships and make them strong? You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Now back to The Great People Show. So why do good relationships go bad? Let's talk about how to make them strong. I want to finish out this list because a lot of people on Facebook gave us great feedback. And I think it's important to just put a bow on why things 
get off the rails, lack of empathy, competition. You know, it's okay, before I get further into this list, I think we've had a show on every one of these. I think we have. Lack of empathy, self-interest, selfishness, competition, not making connections, too much ego, insecurity, lack of respect, envy. We just mm. did that one a couple weeks ago. Um, complacency and boredom. Gosh, we That'll could probably do. have a whole show on that one. Just if people get out of relationships because they're bored. Well, whose fault is that? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, taking them for granted. People change over time. Some some things just change and relationships are supposed to go away. A lot of people commented on that. Lack of trust, especially if you're a cheater. No appreciation. And then someone said power and control. So what do we do here? What do we do? It depends on the type of relationship. I think that the thing that I had trouble gripping with the topic this week, and, and tell me how you look at this, JJ, there are, in to me, there are three different types of relationships. You have your, you have romantic relationships, you have friendships, okay. and you have professional relationships, business relationships. Okay, I'm in. And a business relationship can be a relationship that is, with your profession and the people who you work with, or it can even be your relationship with the guy who fixes your car. Mm -hmm. All these are business relationships. Okay. So I think that different people who approach the topic this week, were some were thinking relationship. They're thinking significant other. Some are thinking business. Yep. Some are thinking friendship. And some broke it down because we asked personal yep. and, and professional. So some people actually... Gave us two answers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, to me, that was a little tough for me to to grip. Yeah, well, it's it like relationships. It's complicated. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to bring in two emotional beings. I think Dale Carnegie said, "Remember, you're not dealing with creatures of logic. You're dealing with creatures of emotion." Yeah. So you're for for two people to stay together in a solid relationship, whether it be a romantic, whether it be a friendship, whether it be business. Count them in years then um, it's probably not as much based on emotions as it is other things. And some people that only see these relationships as emotional. I mean, how many times have, have you lost a business relationship because of emotions? Oh, Because funny. they said something that you didn't like or they did something that you didn't like. Well, one of my, I dare I use the word favorite, one of the most impactful lines I've ever heard is, if you take offense to something, you took it. Right. You took offense. That wasn't on them. That was on you. That's right. And some people allow that to get the best of them. Other business relationships, just like romantic ones, can be destroyed because you got cheated on. Oh, yeah. Well, and that was uh, probably a whole other, I don't know, paradigm of this subject is there's things that you can control and there's things that you cannot control. Mm -hmm. If people are doing things to you, then... At some point, and I'm not saying you can't be emotional when someone cheats on you, but you have to you have to know whether it's worth staying in that relationship or not. Right. Right. And um, it's funny. Our very first radio show was when do you when do you quit something? Mm -hmm. And a big topic of that, or big discussion around that topic was when do you quit relationships? Some people would quit in an instant if they were cheated on. Some people wouldn't. They give it another shot because there's other reasons why. There's just oh absolutely that and, is and it's a, their decision that is a highly complex question very complex yes. question so uh, we actually took the kind of the top answers of why re good relationships go bad and just created a, a nice little set of of techniques task tactics thought processes that you can go through to kind of move a relationship from good to strong because or actually well I guess that would be a good move 
if you're going to move, let's, let's move from good to great to strong. And if you want to bypass great and go right to strong, I'd be down with that. Yep. Um, the key is not to just stick around in a good and great relationship and wait, wait for something to go bad. Because I think the reason things go bad is because there wasn't strength in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about the pillars or the framework, if you want to call it, of what makes a relationship stronger. Because it was the number one issue, it should be the number one thing you do, is communicate more effectively. Mm. And, and I believe we should be communicating more often verbally. You brought it up. Um, I, I seem to be talking to people about it every single day, that we don't talk to people enough. We don't make an, an absolute effort to pick up the phone or walk to someone's office or set up a lunch. This is something I need to do more of is to stay connected to my friends by physically seeing them. So you and I are both around the same age. You know, we're both, we're both around our late thirties, early forties. That's very kind of you to say that about me. (laughs) What, (laughs) what you just said, what are you finding in your world? What are the millennials opinion on that on that are are the millennials who are coming out of school and coming into the professional world are they seeing the need to communicate verbally or are they still trying to stay the course and and keep it nonverbal so technically millennials aren't coming out of school right now the new generation right. is I'm coming sorry. at us yes. no, this, but this is a good point because this is and the reason i want to bring that up is because i hear that so often mm-hmm. that people, um, we, we've classified almost every generation before us as the millennial generation, yes. even like a 15 year old is a millennial, right? Yes. They're, they're actually another generation, like that's yet another generation co- coming into the workforce. So it's, it does comp, it just complicates things even so much more. The millennials I'm talking to now, and that I spend a lot of time with are essentially in their early, early thirties. Mm-hmm. That's that's where a big chunk of them are in, um, in, in age. And I think it used to be more digital, and those folks are starting to realize the value mm-hmm. of verbal communication with, with people. I, I think they're starting to, to see how, well, I'm kind of stuck if I don't build a relationship with someone and more people. Mm-hmm. And if I don't do it by connecting with them, it lacks meaning. There's just a, a, a movement of of lacking meaning in, in their life and their relationships. And they realize, I mean, James, if you just go anywhere, like in the evening, especially like a brewery or someplace, I mean, there's gobs of millennials everywhere. They love to hang out and talk to each other. And I'm afraid in a way, some of our, our, our work structures or structures, we can't talk to each other, right? You're supposed to email, you're supposed to send a quick message. Most people say it's because of CYA on that. That written communication has become so prevalent in work because of CYA. Mm -hmm. It leaves a paper trail. Mm -hmm. Um, And and at the end of the day, our hearts, okay, our hearts as people, we are designed to connect. And I use the word physically. I'm not just talking romantically, but we are designed to connect physically with other people. We're designed to share the air. We are designed to spend time with each other in each other's presence. It's chemically set up that way. We are supposed to do that. So as human beings, um, no matter how much uh, digital technology surrounds us, I think our, our inner self will continue to try to break out of that bond Yeah, yep. to, to connect with each other. And um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be harder for more generations to do that. Mm. As, as technology, you've got artificial intelligence coming. You've got um, um, the, uh, the AR coming out. Mm. 
that really starts to change our brain to believing that I'm with somebody. Yeah. It's going to be fascinating to watch how technology tries to smother that out of our human <laughs> nature. But I don't think it's going to happen. I, I just, I think, I think as people, our hearts won't let that happen. Interesting. Um, the second one here, which might be as big as the first one, is how to have really realistic expectations with mm. people. I, I, I think that's a huge, huge issue that for some reason we have it in our minds how people should be and what they should say and how, sh- how we should act. And when they don't, we just disconnect. Yeah. And, and you have, but setting them, mm-hmm. too many people in relationships have expectations without ever having communicated those expectations. You have got to set. Back to communicating. The expectation. It's, it, this comes back to communication. Yeah. It's, there's, there's nothing wrong with saying to anybody, a business partner, of even your friend, certainly if you're married or dating or you have a romantic relationship, is to, to, to tell them, well, this is, this is what I expect. And, um, and don't come to it from a perspective of, therefore, you should. Yeah. This is what I expect. Am I, am I expecting too much? Am I expecting too little? Do I have the wrong expectation? I think it's just something we just have to talk about with with somebody. We just don't because it's uncomfortable and we avoid those uncomfortable conversations. Yet we're willing to sacrifice one moment of being uncomfortable for that relationship possibly ending in the in the future. Right. That just makes no sense. But you know, it's out Happens of our comfort zone. It's out of our comfort zone. Yep. Um, I wrote this specifically as stop being so self centered, as if we can just flip the switch, right? Um, Think about more about the other person than yourself. And I, it's it's kind of against our nature, but that's really one of the core uh, attributes of why a good relationship goes bad is we just get too selfish. Yeah. We, we want it our way and it doesn't, when, when their priorities and their goals and what they say doesn't line up with that, well, we're kind of left with nothing. And I think that there, I think that this is something that is largely in people's natures. I think that mm-hmm. there are people who by their very nature are far more self-centered. And I think that there are people by their nature who are far more centered around the needs of others. Mm-hmm. If you are the first, it's okay to recognize that. It's not a horrible thing, but recognize it and then try to adapt. Try to think about how the world sees you mm-hmm. because you don't want that reputation of being completely self-focused and self-centered. Mm-hmm. We all know people like that. Mm-hmm. Some of us mm-hmm. are those people. Mm-hmm. Taking people for granted assuming that they're just going to always be there mm-hmm. worse no matter what. Um, another one that I think is very difficult to do, but we have to be honest with ourselves is it's okay for people to change. It's, it, it's supposed to happen that way. Well, you're not the person that I married. Well, I hope not. I hope not. You're not supposed to be the person that you married. That's the beautiful thing about life is we're supposed to grow and change. And then the problem becomes we don't want that. And we, we kind of buy into the here and now. So you have to understand that things are going to change. And it's okay if somebody changes in a way that you can't stay in a relationship with them. Yeah. That's, that's a big pill to swallow. But at the same time then, is that back to the selfishness thing? They've changed so much that I can't handle it. That's me. That's back on me, not on them. Okay? Um, be more trusting uh, actually, I think, I, th- I think this is actually be more trustworthy. Yeah. I like that better. Yeah. Be more trustworthy. I like that better. 
Um, don't don't do stuff that you feel is going to break a bond between someone. Be honest with them. Keep things out in the open. Um, we had a whole show on this one. Show people appreciation. I encourage you folks just to go out right now. And even in the relationships you consider to be strong, good, and great, take a moment to don't text them, don't email them, don't Facebook message them, pick up the phone and just simply say, thank you for X, Y, and Z. Just thank them for, show some appreciation for who they are that day. Uh, Surprise them. I'd like to just give a quick piece of appreciation. We have a birthday in the studio. Asher thought he was going to get away with the whole show without doing this. And now he's, oh, he's, he's, he's flashing all the time. Telling us we've got a minute to go. So we want to wish Asher, our, our producer, a happy birthday. He's 28 today. Still a still a, a lively millennial. Millennial he's, that he is. His bit, his bit emoji makes him look like he's 20. It's, it's true. Not a blemish on his skin. True. It's amazing. Asher, thanks for... For keeping us on the air, enjoy get, enjoy your fading twenties, my friend. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's uh, it's all it's all uphill, downhill. I, I mean, either one, you're you're in you're in for a change. So, oh, thirty seconds left. Thank you, folks, for uh, being here with us. Uh, we come to you live every Thursday morning on Facebook, and also catch us in local radio in Richmond at ninety-seven seven FM. We just want to thank you for being here. Thanks for bringing us on your journey to greatness. Thank you for being here, James. Thank you for being here. You know, we appreciate our listeners. I appreciate you. It's been a great day. Awesome. Have a great day, folks. Make it a great one. See ya. Oh, I want something just like this. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Some superhero, some fairy tale.